Welcome to the Troll in the Paint podcast. I'm John. I'm joined by Will and Trent. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to clear your schedules, set your DVRs, bake your beans. The NBA is back. <laughs> bake your beans? <laughs> Have you never heard of that meme? <laughs> like people, um, it's a Twitter joke about people preparing baked beans to go to the theater because some guy tweeted about how he, <laughs> I'll, I'll show you the tweet because it's not exactly appropriate, but I'll show it to you. It's hilarious. Holy shit, I've never heard that. <laughs> Trent was late as usual. Uh, actually, you were late. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I was like six minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right then, Trent. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing well. I'm excited about the Carmelo Anthony experiment. So far in the preseason, of course, I don't want to, you know, focus too hard on it. But he's looked good. He looks in shape, and I'm excited. I'm excited for the season. It's fun to be back. Yeah, I'm really excited. Even though. The Spurs are gonna start. Probably gonna get the number one pick next year. I'm excited for the. Oh. I'm excited for the season. Nah. Can I tell you how excited I am? Yeah. I'm rolling around on the ground, writhing in pain, like Dejounte Murray levels of excited. That's that's, that's harsh. Yeah, that's not. John. You're the only person who genuinely enjoys other people's pains. No, I'm the only person. I feel like that's extreme. Catastrophic injury. I'm actually really sad because I heard that DeJounte Murray was good. I actually like DeJounte Murray. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I almost drafted him in fantasy. I'm so glad I didn't. He's essentially Rondo's hair apparent for guards that can't shoot but are pretty creative. And it sucks. He, he, was <laughs> he was doing so much better. He was scoring in preseason before he went down. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, but... Oh, well. All right, well, I mean, let's just kick this off in the order that... Hey, we're doing we West chose. over-unders. Yeah, yeah, West yeah, West over-unders this time. <coughs> That's how excited John is. The over-unders. Yeah, to complete the over-unders of the whole league. Um, who has the worst one? Who's supposed to start? Is it me? I have the Kings. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, my first one is the Mavs, so it's not me. And Suns. Yeah. So I would Sons. say Kings. I think Kings had the I lowest think, over-under. Okay, so I think it's me, Trent, then Will. Okay. All right, then. Well, Sacramento Kings. Again, they didn't really... I mean, they did stuff, but they didn't really do anything in the long run. I mean, they added they added the possible rookie of the year, best rookie of the class, Marvin Bagley. Best player in the league. To, yeah, according <laughs> to one popular podcaster that we still listen to, <laughs> despite disagreeing with almost everything he says. Oh, I thought we were talking about how Marvin Bagley views himself, because he did say that he thought he was going to win an MVP this season in the rookie oh, survey. yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't ever shit on players whenever they think that way, because, like, they kind of have to. I was talking about, uh, was it Chris Vernon from The Ringer? <laughs> yeah, I know. Chris Vernon and yeah. his Marvin Bagley love is sort of interesting, because I, I think he's just, his brain... Is a little fried from watching the grit and grind Grizzlies for so long that he thinks a guy like Bagley, who's athletic but can't really shoot yet, and doesn't you know, I just doesn't seem like the kind yeah. of guy I would want on a team, at least not over would, some of the other rookies. So I would think that he wouldn't like him because he's not nearly as like physical as like people expect out of people on the Grizzlies. But yeah, I was just gonna say that I thought you were gonna say when you said his brain is fried that you were gonna say that that because he's from Tennessee. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I don't have any ill will toward people from Tennessee. I just think that his opinion on Marvin Bagley is odd. Wait, so Marvin Bagley is on the Kings, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Why does Chris Vernon love him then? If he thought he was the best player in the wanted, draft. Yeah, oh, he, okay. He wanted, he wanted him for the Grizzlies. Grizzlies. Which is yeah, funny because uh, okay. I feel like uh, Jalen Jackson Jr., the guy the Grizzlies got, is 10 yeah, times better like than Marvin Bagley. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, well, yeah. Continuing with the Kings, uh, they also added uh, Yogi Ferrell, Deontay Davis, Ben McLemore, Nemanja Bjelica, lost Vince Carter and Garrett Temple. Oh no! They finished. They finished uh, twenty-seven and fifty-five, and their over/under now is twenty-five and a half. Um, I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna go under, but only because, like, I mean, generally, I mean, they they suck because it's a horrible culture, it's a horrible environment. But I do like the players individually. I like Scala Vissiere, I like Harry Giles, I like De'Aaron Fox. But, like, they don't have a main guy, and to me, this doesn't seem like the type of environment that's really beneficial for a team mostly made up of young guys still trying to find their way in the league, and the rest of the West got better, so I'm going to go under. I'm going to say under, because everything about them is bad, except for De'Aaron Fox. (laughs) Harry Giles is good. And I I like, uh, I like, uh... I like Vlade Divac, but not not not, <laughs> not like as a GM. That's the thing you like about Sacramento. No, I mean I don't like him as a GM. I I like that somehow he managed to convince Bielitsa to come there instead of going to 76ers. I like wonder what kind of weird weird yeah, transaction very, happened there. That was very strange. <laughs> Just a yeah. like, bank account. Something unsavory happened for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, Trent, any thoughts on the Kings? Yeah, I have them at 22 wins so under as well just because the west is going to be absolutely crazy this year um they do have the yeah. new the new draft lottery so the percentages are oh, different yeah, so a, there's not as good. much yeah. incentive to tank but i don't think their team is any good yeah. anyway uh yeah. i do think darren fox has looked really good in the preseason yeah. his whole thing was getting better as an outside shooter and it seems that it's worked because he's pull, doing pull up threes and stuff. So I hope he continues to develop because I do like watching him play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I That's mean, great. real quick about the pick. Uh, I mean, this would be the year that they try to win because they don't have their pick regardless. It's it either oh, right, goes to right, the right. six. It, it goes to either the Cel- the Se- Sixers or Celtics. I think if it's number one overall, it goes to the. Sixers, I think, and if it's not, then the Celtics, one way or the other. I'm pretty sure the way I said it was right, but well, yeah, either way, they don't have their pick. And um, I think I have. It's a hot take, but not a crazy one. I think that by the end of the year, Harry Giles will be in the conversation. May not be, <laughs> not may not win Rookie of the Year, but he'll be in the group. Like definitely, like I think he has a potential to be like rookie first team and like really surprise people. Essentially, be like, essentially be like the Ben Simmons of this year. Miss the year, people kind of sort of forgot about him, and then he plays and it's like, oh yeah, that's right, he's really fucking good. I had a couple of points on that, um, and the part about people kind of forgot about him. I literally have no idea who he is. Oh. So that would be great. Yeah. Like from like a, a viewer perspective if this guy came out of nowhere because I don't I've never heard his name before. He sounds like he should be like a cool jazz singer. <laughs> Harry Giles, that's a really old timey name. Yeah, it's like him and Harry Connick Jr. have like a jazz duo. Yeah. Okay. What and position he, does he play? He's a big man. They're all bigs. That's their problem. Their roster yeah, construction have, is terrible. They have like six bigs who should be getting playing time. <laughs> I, I do want to say before we uh, leave the Kings, I have Marvin Bagley on my fantasy team, so I do genuinely hope he is the MVP of the league. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 
I have the Phoenix Suns, which, as of this Ooh. recording, is a complete dumpster fire. They just fired their GM, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ryan McDonough, and yep. I, it looks like... I don't think it's official yet, right? They haven't... Have they hired James Jones to be the GM full-time, or is it still he's uh, interim with another guy? I think... I think... I think technically he's interim, but there are already reports out that they plan on hiring him as the full-time. If you guys had to guess... What numbers would Elton Brand and James Jones be on the players who are GMs now list? Just, like, based on anything. Um, <laughs> Those are not guys that I would have picked. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard. I mean, they have, like, I mean, that's pretty hard. They have, like, zero background in that. So, I guess bad, because <laughs> I like to hire, I, if I ran a company, I'd like to hire someone with experience. Yeah. But, I mean, James Jones did win, like, five titles, so. <laughs> He's I LeBron's think that I mean, that might be Robert Sarver's like rationale. Because <laughs> he's friends with LeBron. He's like, oh, he's friends yeah. with LeBron. I'll just hire him as my GM. But Ryan McDonough, uh, didn't he win Stupid Motherfucker of the Year award like three times last year? We yes. only did like six of those awards. Yes. He, he looks did. like the racist attorney in a movie about the civil rights movement. <laughs> yeah, he, I mean, this summer he finally did a few things right. I mean, before he's fucked up quite a bit. And That was I, the like, thing, dr- though. Right? What? <laughs> The thing yeah. with this firing isn't that they fired Ryan McDonough. It's when they fired him. Yeah, he already a hired bizarre. a new coach. He drafted yeah. DeAndre Aiden with your number one overall pick. If you were going to fire him and bring in a new GM, wouldn't you have done it before those transactions? It makes zero sense. The timing of this. Yeah. I mean, he must have, like, mooned Sar- Sarver in the office or something. No, nah, man. It we need to no run Sarver sense. through the, the Tom Benson Memorial Sanity Show. <laughs> <Like, laughs> I mean... Rest in peace to Tom Benson. I'm pretty sure he passed away. Yeah, yeah we, we talked about this last time. Because He's definitely dead. That's why I said Memorial yeah, at the end, man. I know the it's Pelicans. okay to joke about if I say Memorial. <laughs> the Pelicans are wearing the... But seriously, how old is Robert Sarver? Is he, He's in his 70s, right? Yeah, he, he is pretty old. <laughs> like, he legit Legitimately, might be senile. That's to say, like, oh, yeah. that's not to say that I don't think, and that—that's what John was about to talk about, right? Like the decisions he made this summer weren't that crazy. They actually, I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, they had job. a decent year. Yeah, they had a decent year. Well, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, they gave Ariza all that money, which is kind of yeah. But it's a one-year deal. There's no risk there. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like in in comparison to Ryan McDonough's previous catalog of work, this was not bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> these were real moves that any other GM would do. Yeah. John. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> drafting Marquise Chris and Dragon Bender, uh, they doing that three point guard experiment. Uh, <laughs> shit. I don't know what else he did. Signed Tyson Chandler in hopes of signing Lamarcus Aldridge at the same time. Um, Dude, don't lay it out like that. This guy has a family. <laughs> he might hear this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, I'm, I, just, I think he did good this season, this offseason, but, I, I, but uh, I mean, I read that because they still don't have, like, a good point guard, that's why they that's why they fired him, like, supposedly Sarver was giving him until the start of the year to finally get, like, a starter-level point guard. Like, and where is he going to get him? Like, he's, like, pull him out of his ass? I actually like, think they have a good point guard, but they haven't used him yet. Oh, I really like D'Anthony Melton, who they got from the Rockets. Oh my god. No, they want. Uh, well, I mean, I agree with you, but I think he was thinking more along the lines of someone established. Why? Yeah, they're not, not winning. A, not a second round they're pick not who was win. good for five preseason games. Yeah, they're not. Or yeah, they're, games. yeah, they're like obviously not going to win, but he wants to see like some kind of upward movement. Anyway, I think we should 
uh, get to some of the additions they did make. Ryan Anderson, Trevor Ariza, Darrell Author, who I think is hurt. They actually got uh, an exception. He's hurt, or yeah. they applied for an accept, like yeah. a medical exception for some more cap space, I think, or something like that. Um, Rashawn yeah. Holmes, who they got from the Sixers. Uh, De'Anthe Melton, yeah. who we just mentioned. DeAndre Ayton, Mikael Bridges, and some other second-round draft picks that are less interesting. Some of the guys they got rid of, like we talked about, Marquise <coughs> Chris, uh, Jared Dudley who was a guy that yeah. was sort of a veteran voice, I think, for them. Maybe? I don't know. Brandon uh, Knight, who yeah. is always injured and is currently injured. Um, <laughs> Alex Lynn left to go to the Hawks, something I did not know until yeah. looking this up. And Alfred Payton, obviously, went to the Pelicans. They just got him last season. He was not the point guard. They were promised. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. What's their over-under? Uh, their over-under is... Under. <laughs> right. Yeah. Doesn't matter what you it's say. It's 29 actually because I think Whoa, way yeah, under. Yeah. Well, yeah, at least the under. one I <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean even though they want to start winning, I mean, I would just as as long as Devin Booker continues to like make incremental improvements and they can just just give the ball to DeAndre Ayton, then I think that'll be a good year just give them the experience and give them the just keep them accountable. Give them the opportunity to lead the team, and I think that's a good year. Is Booker back yeah, yet? He's not, right? Sorry, Will. He's I not. I don't think so. But I do think we've talked enough about the Phoenix Suns, unless we want this to be a like, five-hour podcast. Yeah, let's just do it real quick. Um, <laughs> we talked I, a lot about the Kings and the Suns. <laughs> I have yeah. the under. I think Aiton is going to be good right away. I don't think he's going to be as good as Doncic, and there might be a little regret there, but I think they upgraded their coaching situation, and they do have better players than last season. So Yeah, yeah they got I, yeah, man. But that being I said, I still, that that much yeah, I still have the under. 25, yeah. I think. Yeah. I really, yeah. really like Aiden a lot. As much as I love Doncic, I can. I think it's really, really close as to who the better one is. But, yeah. Uh, but under as well, because I don't like the rest of their team. All right. Or is the Mavs next? Well, did Mavs you say next? under? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I, I think if they win 25 games, that's successful. Yeah, that's yeah. where I have them. All right. We got the Mavs up next. Let's start with additions. Some guy named Ryan Brokoff. Devin Harris is back again. Good God, that's <laughs> Devin Harris's music for like the eighth time in his career. I didn't, even know, he left. <laughs> I didn't know he left either. Um, DeAndre Jordan's their big signing. They signed a guy named Ding Yan Yu Huang, who I assume is Chinese guy, who is not going to play. Maybe that's their Jochi, but not as good. Is Jochi good? <laughs> I'm not sure. No, no. I mean, Jochi is good for like Chinese basketball league. Oh, okay, <laughs> that, that's what I meant. Uh, he's there to sell jerseys. Like they cut. Oh, that, never mind. We'll talk about that when we get to the Rockets. Uh, they uh, they obviously drafted Luka Doncic, not number one, number three. Uh, there were a lot of rumors about him coming into camp, super overweight. Doesn't matter. Fat Doncic is still really amazing. <laughs> Yesterday, my barber was like, "God damn, he's big." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, have you never seen him play?" And he's like, "But he's so big." And I was like, "Are you sure he just wasn't standing next to Dennis Smith Jr.? Because <laughs> I look big standing next to Dennis Smith Jr." Um, they also added someone named Jalen Brunson. Uh, someone named Jalen Brunson. Yeah, that was, that's Trent's guy. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me finish. Ray Spalding, who's sponsored by the ball. And uh, Kosas Antetokounmpo, I assume, is Giannis's brother? It is, yeah. it is. Uh, so those are their three second-round picks. The Spalding ball, bro. <laughs> what the fuck? Which ball? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that weird ball they used that one season, and Steve Nash was like, nah, man, this ball fucking sucks. I can't even dribble it. I remember yeah. that. And the NBA yeah. was like, oh, yeah, we're not going to use it. Steve Nash said no. He just won MVP. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Who's out? Kyle Collinsworth, 
He's related to the guy on uh, Monday Night Football. Sunday Night <laughs> That's Football. That's not true. I don't know. I don't know if it's true. It doesn't matter. Sunday Night. Seth Curry was a big loss for them. He played a lot last year. He's in the Trailblazers now. Yeah. Yogi Ferrell, good name, bad player. Terry Larrier. He's like Terry Rosier, but I have no <laughs> idea who he is. <laughs> this is fantastic. Uh, Doug McBucks. Uh, sorry, uh, you're not good. Um, <laughs> Jonathan Motley. He's a member of the Motley crew of the guys who's out. Uh, Nerlens, I ate a hot dog at halftime. Rick Carlisle has video of me doing something weird, probably. And Chinua Anawaku. Okay. Who got waved. I just like his name. He's a really cool name. They obviously didn't change their coach, and Don Nelson Jr. will be the general manager until he literally decomposes. <laughs> um, All right. They did fire their team photographer because he was a sexual harasser who wasn't named in the report. The Mavericks organization is dumpster fire. Yeah, they are. Um, last year they finished at 24 wins. Their over/under is 36, and I'm gonna take a big old swipe out of the under there, brother. <laughs> hey, <laughs> their yeah. best player is still Harrison Barnes. It's yeah, not actually. I... Who is? Doncic is their best player. Okay, <laughs> 19-year-old rookie is their best player. Have you seen him? Okay. Yeah, I've seen him. I also saw that he averaged 11 points per game in the Spanish league last year. Okay, I, it doesn't matter. <laughs> We're not going to have an argument about whether or not... eleven points. It doesn't matter. It does matter. He was like MVP. I want to remind you that Bielitsa and Miritich also won MVP of that same league. I, I don't know <laughs> They're how... They're not the best players on NBA teams. I don't, but, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay, but it's it's not the things... It's not his numbers that are impressive. It's the, thing, the way he sees the court that's impressive. Right, it's okay, not well, the way he's gonna see the court is he's gonna see Dennis Smith Jr. and Harrison Barnes and Wesley Matthews, and they're not gonna score when he gives them the ball. So it doesn't really matter. He's not gonna be transcendent. Man, you're really down. I actually think they're. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not down on him. I don't think he's the best player on the team, though. Like, I, I think that's disrespectful to the other guys who, on the team. Who am I disrespecting? Like, you could take Harrison DeAndre Barnes? Jordan, Harrison Barnes, or DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, very good is, NBA players. You didn't even mention him, by the way. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, I just did. Just now. Um, <laughs> I don't. I DeAndre Jordan is great in his role, but if if this team's going to be good, which they sort of expect to be, they need Doncic to be Luke Doncic, like the the guy we thought he was going to like. You know, the guy we're expecting. So, I just think it's really rare for rookies to be good. And last year there were a couple that were actually super good right away. I just, I don't know. A rookie who is also a foreign guy is is really rare. It's a really rare thing. If you can think of an example. Off the top of your head, please let me know. I I, I can't think of one, but I'm stupid. So, <laughs> uh, Tony Parker was he good right away though? Not like in the way that people. Yeah, he was. Know. Wasn't he like 22 he, though? 21, 22 when he came over. He was 18. No, was he, was he really? Yeah. Okay, that's a good example then. Um, but yeah, I mean, I could see the argue. I could see the argument for <laughs> that. I mean, it's it's really. I mean, obviously, at this point, it's really hard to tell. We need to see Luca get his NBA legs under him. He's done pretty well in the preseason, but we need to see how he lasts over an 82-game season. I think it's possible that he's the best player by the end of the year, but, I mean, if that's the case, they're still probably pretty bad. So, <laughs> right, right. I'm not expecting I think that's, prob- that's probably a negative, right? If yeah. Luka Doncic is their best player. No. A negative on everybody. I, I think that, that if Luka Doncic is the best player, then... I think that'll both say like what like how he can have a pretty promising career and how the rest of the Mavs suck. Yeah, but they don't. Yeah. I, I, it's I, negative I don't for their win total. I think. Oh sure. If he's their best player. Sure, yeah, that maybe, but yeah. I don't. That, that's what I'm saying. But I'm that's not. What I'm a, saying. But if if Doncic ends up being their best player, I think it's more indicative on how good he is rather than 
how bad Harrison Barnes is or DeAndre Jordan is. We know how good those guys are. They've been in the league. We know what to expect from those yeah, guys. Yeah, but I, last year Harrison Barnes had his best season in every category. And the year before that was his best season in every category. His two years with the Mavs, he's been good. He's been better each year. I, I, I don't know why suddenly we have to shit on Harrison I'm not Barnes shitting on him. Reason. I just think that another <laughs> wing player like Doncic means less opportunities for him to do his thing at the elbow where he just kind of jab steps and he's like a you know less – you know, less impressive version of prime Carmelo Anthony or Kobe Bryant. Like, that's sort of his game. I don't think that he'll do that as much this season because they'll be doing more stuff through Doncic and Dennis Smith and his imp- and his improvement. So I just don't see a lot. I don't think that there will be as many opportunities for Harrison Barnes to do to score, basically. Sure, sure. And I, I'm not some Doncic hater, hater. I don't want him to be bad or anything. I just think that it's, like, really – a little bit foolhardy to just anoint rookies into the position of being the best player on their team. That's fine. I will go. go I will die on this sword. <laughs> I okay. will die on this sword. He's also on my fantasy team. So if Doncic wants to win MVP, that's cool with me also. <laughs> you spent almost as much for him as you did for Westbrook. <laughs> oh, God. Let's not talk about that. Well, that, was a techni- that was a technical glitch. Yeah, that's more about the rest of the league. Being silly. That was a glitch in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Who's next? Yeah, well, everyone well, takes the under, right? Uh, I, I, if it's thirty, I have them at thirty-four and a half. So that's what I saw. But and I had that over. But if it's thirty, if the one you saw is thirty-six, I have it as a push. I think thirty-six is about right. I think they're gonna be slightly under. I think that. Um, I think it's not getting as much attention that it's. It's possible that DeAndre Jordan like may put up the same stats as he was with the Clippers, but this could be like the start of the decline for him. I'm not. I'm not a big believer in Harrison Barnes. He strikes me kind of as a good stats, bad team kind of guy. And uh, NBA champion like Harrison at... Barnes. <laughs> Let us not forget that. Let us not forget that even though when the Cavs won the title, all the talk was about. Uh, Curry's injury and Draymond's suspension. Let us not forget that Harrison Barnes is like clearly the worst rotation player that got that averaged like twenty plus minutes a game in that series. He was oh, god sure. awful in that yeah, series. Yeah, man, he was game seven Trevor Ariza levels of bad were, in the later games of that series. Yeah, they were leaving him <laughs> wide open on purpose. Like it was the game plan for the Cavs. Yeah, but that was yeah. also three years ago. Sure, sure, he's yeah. better now, but I still wouldn't rely on him in a finals game. <laughs> I, I, yeah, but. Uh, these Mavs are as far from the finals as oh, possible. Oh yeah, they're not. They're not going to yeah. make the NBA finals. Right? I don't think anyone is thinking that. Yeah, if I were Dallas, I would just focus on building chemistry between Doncic and Dennis Smith. And I mean, even even in that, even if that turns out well, I'm still going to pick them under. I think yeah. that they still have a ways to go in development, and the teams above them are going to be pretty good. There's not a whole lot of room for them to move upwards because other teams got better. Sure. I do have a mini projection. Well, they got better though, too. Or a prediction. Um, I think that they'll start the season well. I think they'll be like last year's Magic will be like 11-4 hmm. or something. They, yeah. The Mavs have a history of starting seasons well uh, and then yeah. fading. Good coaching, too. I mean, Carlisle's a good coach. So ah, yeah, Carlisle's a good coach. I think that his reputation has waned a bit in the last few years because of his like tr- personal troubles that he gets into with uh, players. I think he's always had that sort of reputation, though. Yeah, I mean, kind of... the Mavs organization just is like a gross stay away kind of thing now, and Carlisle treating his players so poorly kind of feeds into that. By the way, yeah. we did not mention Dirk Nowitzki, who is still on the team, and this may be his farewell season, so just 
you know, if you're an NBA fan out there, just kind of savor yeah. the moments that he plays because we might not have very many left, and he is one of the all-time greats. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think you'd just be better served going to watch the finals that he won than watching any of yeah. his part of this season. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. like him when they. I like when they play him at stretch five. But we've talked about the Mavericks too much. In fact, I think yeah. uh, for the next three, we should probably try to go a little faster because they're kind of boring. <laughs> All right, who we got next? Hey, I like this next team, the Grizzlies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris Vernon. Shout out to Chandler Parsons backwards hat. <laughs> Alrighty then, they got uh, they drafted Jaron Jackson Jr. Love him. I and do too. I feel like I really really like Jaron Jackson Jr. And then other players that they picked up over the offseason, Kyle Anderson. God damn, I'm so pissed Slow off about that. Uh, Garrett Temple, Omri Caspi, and Shelvin Mack. Orlando's league Orlando's leader in assists last year, Shelvin Mack. Yeah. And then. Uh, <laughs> and then Is that a real? <laughs> Shout yeah, out to the gen- Magic uh, social media team for letting everyone yeah. know that. Yeah, it was oh, a shit. It was a joke that uh, they posted like who were like the team leaders, and then they posted like Shelvin Mack led the team with like three assists a game, and everyone was like, "What the fuck? Why would you post this?" <laughs> and they lost uh, Tyreek Evans, Deontay Davis, and Ben McLemore. Last year they finished twenty-two and sixty, and their over/under is thirty-four and a half. I am banging the over on the Grizzlies. I really like this team a lot. Oh, is yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, I thought we were talking about the Magic. <laughs> what? <laughs> you mentioned the whole Shell and Mac thing, and I got confused. And I was like, you're taking the over on the Magic? <laughs> John, uh, slow down, man. <laughs> uh, Mike Conley, uh, he's healthy again. I mean, he, he always... I mean, in every year, he always misses, like, around 10 to 15 games or so. Last year... Last year he missed like about 70, and that was like a pretty like anomaly from what he's used to. And like so far in the preseason, he's looked really, really good. Uh, supposedly Chandler Parsons is finally healthy. I mean, I'm not counting on that. I think they're going to be good regardless of what Chandler Parsons does. And I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is really underrated as a prospect. I think that. I think as much as I love talking about Luka Doncic and how much we're going to fawn over DeAndre Ayton this year, I think it's a very real possibility that we look at this draft class like five years from now thinking that Jaron Jackson may be the best player to come out of this class. Whoa. Dog, John is deep into them Grizzlies, (laughs) y'all. He tried to trade me Mike Conley yesterday in fantasy basketball. This this could all just be a ploy (laughs) by John on the podcast to get me to accept that trade offer. I'm not ruling it out. But yeah, I mean, I, I, there's not. I mean, the the only thing that I didn't like is that they lost Tyreek Evans, but he got paid by Indiana. And yeah. like Other than that, like I loved everything that they did this off season. I think that they're definitely gonna be over 34 and a half wins, and I think they're a sneaky pick for making the playoffs. Oh. I'm including them. I'm including them in that group that's on the bubble between like seven through ten of teams that can possibly jump into the final spot. I have three Grizzlies predictions. Oh. Number one is that they will make the playoffs. Wow. Easy. Man, I disagree Number with that. Number two is that Chandler Parsons is going to get injured in the second <laughs> game. And I'm really upset that he didn't come back this season totally healthy, except for the fact that he looked like Matthew McConaughey in Dallas Buyers Club, because he finally got AIDS and is going to die. Because I hate Chandler Parsons. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I still have. I'm never letting it go. Never. He got blocked by Jermaine O'Neal in 2014. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Never letting it go. Yeah. I got this, and then he let. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not getting. I don't even remember the third. Oh, that Jaron Jackson wins Rookie of the Year because he's wow. super fucking dope. She is. <laughs> I don't. Okay. I, I really think the Grizzlies are going to be good. I, the Tyreek Evans thing does hurt though. 
Yeah, so he was super duper good for them last yeah. year. Yeah, and Kyle Anderson was really, really good well, for the Spurs him. last year. I love Kyle Anderson. Like, I'm glad he got paid, but it sucks to see him not in San Antonio anymore. I mean, clearly people are going to look at the Spurs and their shitty defense and think it's because they lost Kawhi and Danny Green, <coughs> but Kyle Anderson really saved them last year, and I think that's going to show in Memphis. All right, Trent, tell us how bad Memphis is and how stupid <laughs> me and John are. I don't think you guys are stupid. I just think that you're depending on Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol to stay healthy, which is something they historically have struggled to do. And Garrett Temple is a average NBA player. They play. They still play the Harrison, Andrew Harrison. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. is great, but he's going to be the backup, right? I mean, unless they're playing him at power forward. Um, yeah, I think... I think he'll start the year as the ba- I think it's possible that they eventually move him to power forward and start. But yeah, I think he's going to start the year as, a, as the back. So, big. lofty expectations for these guys. Also, Chandler Parsons apparently hired Eric Gordon's guys to get him right. Like, all his. No, that's, yeah, that's a cool right. move. I like that. Yeah. That's right. Eric Gordon hasn't missed a game in like two years. Right. He? And he basically. Or like he's missed like four games in two years. Yeah. I will say the that's... difference between Eric Gordon and Parsons, though, was that Parsons had knee injuries, whereas I feel like Gordon had a lot of these weird. Sort of muscle injuries. Yeah, it was like these Didn't weird Parsons injuries. have micro fracture? Yeah. Twice. He had a and real he's torn his ACL thing. twice. I don't know what they're going to do. Like, <laughs> yeah, like that and the Achilles are still the two things we haven't figured out how to recover from yet. He also so. did the Kobe also, Germany thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Eric Gordon was always like unbridled potential, kind of. I think Chandler Parsons had already topped out yeah. talent and efficiency wise as a player before these injuries. Sure. Yeah. Like I don't, he's not going to suddenly come back and be worth that max contract. I mean, he's no. clearly... that was that's a horrible contract. If he was at his the best he's ever been in the NBA, that's a terrible contract. Yeah, he's clearly Still. less explosive than he was. Um, yeah, but and he got blocked by Jermaine O'Neal in 2014. But, he, but he's still a smart player, and he can pass and stuff. So he still could be good. But yeah, I actually have the over. Johnny said 34 and a half, right? Yeah, um, I have him at 38. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to be, you know. So they're going to be like, like you guys said, nine, ten, eleven. Like some of those teams, some of these teams are going to have to lose games, and I think Memphis is. Also, their coach is JB Bickerstaff, one of the worst coaches Ooh. in the NBA. Ooh, I forgot about that. Ooh, so. Ooh oh, I might want to dial back my enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> he might be the worst coach in the NBA. He actually he might pray, be the worst head coach in the NBA. He needs to pray that someone hires Jason Kidd, so that way, <laughs> <laughs> so that way the spotlight is taken off. No, man, him. you know what he needs to do? He needs to pull a Scott Brooks and go get some, like, really hipster glasses so everyone thinks yeah, he he's smarter nice than glasses, he is. He went yeah. the other way. He grew a really gross-looking beard. So Did he Did really? He, yeah. I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, oh, my man. God. Maybe. Does he hang out with John Wall? Who knows? I don't know. John <laughs> Wall... Like, we need to start a fund so John Wall can get an edge up. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's, right. let's connect him with Mike. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on to the Clippers. Okay. All right. Just, okay. Do we have to talk about the Clippers at all, man? No, the we'll just do it. We'll, 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 we'll do it real quick. We'll do it real quick. Um, all right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no GM change. No coach change. Still Lawrence Frank and Doc Rivers. Um, they brought in Marcin Gortat to replace DeAndre Jordan. They brought in some guy named Jonathan Motley, who I guess is a role player. Mike Scott. Yeah, I made a joke about him earlier. Mike Scott signed there. Uh, Luke Rashad and Bamute signed there, which is funny because Doc Rivers like didn't play him the f- the first stint that he had with the Clippers. No, but Luke wants to not play because he can't even make a layup. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Rockets haters. <laughs> they drafted Shea Gilgis Alexander, who people are really high on, even though he can't dribble, and no one is talking about this. He plays point guard and can't dribble. 
Um, okay. Can't wait for Chris Paul to take the and ball. And they also drafted <laughs> Jerome Robinson in the first round. Guys that left, Sam Decker can't really play in the NBA. I think we've found that out. DeAndre Jordan signed with the Mavericks. Just talked about him. Austin Rivers to the Wizards. We talked about a couple weeks ago. And they waived C.J. Williams, who I thought was good for them last season, but I guess he just didn't make the team. They waived him. I thought they resigned him. Oh, maybe I, where, where, I'm looking at the. Do you know where, where I'm looking at is they waived him, but maybe they did. Maybe they waived him and resigned him to a better deal or something. Who knows? Do you know? Do you know where he went? Or I don't know. Maybe I know there was someone who signed with New Orleans on a restricted deal, and then it had to go back to the Clippers. I I don't know. Oh no, CJ. Oh, he went to the Timberwolves. No, you're right. Yeah. He'll, yeah. he'll actually he'll probably play well. I actually thought I thought he played well for the Clippers last season. It's interesting that they decided to go in a different direction. I guess they just didn't have enough minutes. Um, yeah. What's their over-under? Uh, what I had, and apparently we have different – we went to different places because you guys have had different numbers. But uh, I had them at 36-and-a-half, um, and I had Ooh. them under that. I have them at 34. Oh, wow. Ooh. Under 36-and-a-half. That's a good number. That's a hard one. <laughs> I'm going to take the over, but I still think they missed the playoffs. Yeah, I don't think because their best player team. is either Tobias Harris or Lou Williams or Avery Bradley. To me, this is a lot like the Grizzlies. They're just relying on guys that have historically not been healthy. I mean, you're relying on Daniel Gallinari ah. to get you 22 points a game. You're relying on Patrick Beverly to be there, and he <clears throat> might not be. So that's true. I just yeah, that's I I get all that, but at least the Grizzlies are relying on two guys who've been like all NBA level players in the past. Who? Yeah. Marcus All. Yeah. Oh, he's oh, made all NBA you, teams. I'm sorry. I thought you said the Clippers were relying on. <laughs> no, people. no. I'm talking about Mike Conley and Marcus Gasol. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. No, I'm. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm saying like, that they're. Similar. You yelled who? I was like, um, no. what? No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Marcus Gasol's right. made like three All NBA teams. I, I misheard you. I, I thought you were talking about the Clippers. Yeah. No. I, I think the difference. He got like fifth place in an MVP vote. Right, but the game. difference is that if the Grizzlies lose those guys, the drop off is bigger, right? If the Clippers lose their yeah, guys, yeah, then yeah. yeah. They have a lot of depth, but the depth is sort of uh, like slightly above league average. So that's why I just think in this conference, 34, 35 wins is, is enough. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good one. Uh, shit. I think, I think I'll go under. I Yeah, I'm not counting on those guys staying healthy. And, um, Even if they do, they're not very good. Yeah. <laughs> I like Gallinari yeah. and Beverly, but to be them be your best players, that's dangerous. Yeah, and I mean, they're also, I mean, they're also a good pick to, I mean, this goes counter to my point, I, to my prediction I just made, but they're also a <laughs> candidate for trading for a player. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they really, really want to sign players in free agency next summer, and I think the best way to lock that down is to get someone now to show some promise to free agents in their presentations. But I'm surprised they're not more, I guess because Jimmy Butler has already sort of, indicated that he's interested in them that maybe that's why they're not willing to give up assets but to me it feels like they have a lot of veteran guys that the Timberwolves uh, mainly Tibbs would be interested in getting and we can talk about that whenever we talk about the Wolves here <coughs> in a few but yeah yeah. Um, John what do you got yeah, him? the what? where do you have him? he said under uh, yeah oh, I'm gonna go under uh, yeah I'm gonna go under yeah I'm not gonna count on them being healthy and um, I don't know. I mean, I do like their potential to get an all-star, but only one team can do it, and I'm not going to count on that. So Yeah. yeah. All right, who's next? Did you give yours? What did you the do? Blazers. Uh, I, over. I think they'll oh. miss the playoffs. Oh, okay. I think okay. they over. I, I just – I think enough of those guys will be healthy for them to win. He like really likes Patrick games. Beverly. He's really in I don't think that they need Patrick Beverly in yeah. any way. Like, <laughs> I, I legitimately forgot that he was on the team because he was out all last season. Yeah, yeah. 
But I think that the guy they drafted is fine. Yeah. Like, they're not going to win games because there's some defensive juggernaut. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, now with Marcin right, Gortat good. in the middle. Yeah. Uh, I, I got the Blazers. Uh, this is going to take, like, 30 yeah, seconds. One of the most okay. boring teams in the league. They added uh, Seth Curry, Nick Stauskas, two scrubs that they drafted. Anthony Simmons was first-round pick, but he's a late first-round pick. I don't think that he's, like, claimed or anything. They lost Big White, Pat Connaughton. Uh, Ed Davis is the one that actually hurts. They lost Shabazz Napier, which is probably addition by subtraction, and a Greek guy whose name I'm not going to try to read. Last year they finished with 49 wins. This year the projection that I see is only 42, and I'm going to take the over because they didn't get worse. I don't understand. They added a, yeah. a they added Seth Curry, who's a rotation player, and I mean, like, why would they suddenly be seven games worse because yeah. they got swept? Because the conference yeah, like, is better. I think that's why. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think the conference is better. What? I think that LeBron is on the Lakers, but Jimmy Butler's about to get traded, and the Pelicans are worse. And are the Pelicans worse? I mean, we'll get to that when we talk okay. about the Pelicans. But. Yeah, that's a good point. I think the Lakers and uh, Denver is a team that people are expecting to take kind of a mini jump. But I guess with the Spurs thing, maybe you're right. Maybe they can sort of get some wins there. I don't know. Um, I have them right. over uh, by one game. 43 and 39 is where I have them. Yeah, I think that gets them in the playoffs, right? Yeah. Or, I don't count. know about playoffs, but uh, yeah, I think... Yeah, I think I think they're a good bet for over as well. Yeah, I don't have them in the playoffs, but yeah. Yeah, just to take up some more time, I'm gonna read this profile on Myers Leonard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that a joke? <laughs> or no, this is actually how he lifted the Blazers past the Kings in the preseason finale. Scored 13 of his 17 points in the deciding period. Two coming on a clutch bucket with 8.2 seconds left. When he followed an errant Nick Stauskas three-pointer with a tip-in. Oh, they got Sas Castillo, too, man. Yeah, man. I said it. <laughs> Sas Castillo, his last chance in the NBA, probably. Yeah, that's true, too. Okay, are we done? Yeah, yeah Okay. They're, they're ass. Okay. I think that they'll still make the playoffs, though, because someone has to. I don't have them in the playoffs. Yeah. I think that it'll be close if they miss, then. Okay, all right, then. This will be real quick. There's no reason to go oh, into boy. very much detail of the Spurs. All right, I'm going to go over. All right, next team, Trent. I you will remember you. <laughs> okay, Sorry, all right, so, so everybody I mean, everybody knows the news with the Kawhi Leonard trade. Out is Kawhi, Danny Green, and is DeMar DeRozan, Jakob Pertl. They also added Lonnie Walker, who's out for a couple months, Marco Bellinelli, Dante Cunningham. They lost. Tony Parker, Mon Ginobili, Kyle Anderson. Um, Derek White is out for a couple months, and DeJounte Murray is out for the year with an ACL. God damn, this is, now this over-under is looking way more challenging at 43-and-a-half. Man, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I want to I just, like, I want to say <coughs> over because, like, a team, a team that still has DeMar DeRozan and LaMarcus Aldridge in the Spurs type of culture is still a pretty good team. But it's that's not that's not a lock. That's not that's not a lock anymore to be over forty three and a half. So, I mean, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna go over, but it, it's very possible that I regret that. Yeah, I got it over as well. It's a lock to me. I think they're still gonna win forty seven games. Like you said, Demar Derozan yeah. is an all star caliber player. Lamarcus Aldridge still an all star caliber player. Uh, they have Patty Mills there to sort of stop the bleeding in that point guard spot. And I just think that... Don't sleep on Bryn Forbes. Right, and I just think... No, I mean, it's a joke, kind of, but also not, because Popovich does this every year, right? And I think the infrastructure is worth... uh, You know, I think it's worth trusting in, and I think that they'll still go over, and I think they'll still make the playoffs. 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be short. I think that they'll go over. I think that they'll finish 7th or 8th, and I think that they will get swept in the first round of the playoffs by the Rockets or Warriors. Which is fine. Which is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. You mean the Rockets or Jazz? <laughs> <laughs> you said Rockets instead of Warriors. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, that would be a good burn, but you said the wrong team. <laughs> All right, who's next? <laughs> yeah, try. who do you got? Oh, man, here we go. The Timber Bulls. Um, no. As we all know, the Jimmy Blair saga is ongoing, but they did bring in Luol Deng, which I think will not do anything. Um, they also brought in <laughs> not only Anthony Tolliver, a guy that can sort of stretch the floor and maybe re- replace Belinsa on the bench, not playing because Tibbs only plays like seven people. Um, they drafted Josh Okuji and Keita Bates-Jopp. They waived Cole Aldridge, and Belichia is now with the Kings. I'm probably saying his name wrong, but I really could care less. Yeah, you said it way different both times. Bielitsa. Bielitsa is not elite. Yeah. Yeah, right. but he did win EuroLeague MVP, so you know he's going to be great this season so I, automatically. Um, according to you, re- can't call, you can't not call yourself a Doncic hater. <laughs> That's going to continue. According to a report that I read... Um, as of this recording, they are expecting Jimmy Butler to be there opening day, so they are just going to roll straight through this fiasco, I guess. What I an absolute face. clusterfuck against, situation. Against the Spurs. That might be like the most entertaining game of the opening week. Spurs against Wolves, that's like, I'm looking forward to that a lot, even though the Spurs are going to be shitty. Yeah. I mean, I'm uh, looking forward to it because Carl Towns and Wiggins are going to freeze Butler out during the game, and it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, I'll yeah. laugh at that. That'll be fun. Um, I have the under. I think the Jimmy Butler trade. What is the the line? Um, I had the line I saw was forty five, but I think that was before Jimmy Butler demanded a trade. Um, okay. I have them in like thirty five wins because I do think he'll get traded. Um, I don't know where. Like I said, the Clippers are sort of a sleeper team for me. It seems like the Heat are most likely. Um, so he'll probably get shipped. I would assume before what December, like before the end of De- before the end of the year, you'd have to think that he'll be gone. Yeah. Yeah. But 35 I mean, from that. I, I, yeah, I'm going to go under. I don't think they'll be that far under, but I still think they're going to be under. I think they'll be, like, between 40, 42. Um, I mean, for the same – and, I mean, I say that because, like, I mean, I think Butler's going to get traded, but, like, I th- uh, they're, they're looking for value – for, like, some type of immediate value in return. I think if, you know, if they just trade him for picks and for long-term prospects, then, yeah, they'll be down in the 30s. But I think they'll get, like, at least some type of useful role players and still, like, get to the 40 mark at least. I think if they got Gordon and Tucker, which I know we don't – I don't I actually don't think that he'll get traded to the Rockets. Um, but if they got that kind of deal back, then maybe they could get to 40? Maybe? But if they get, like, Josh Richardson back, I'm just not scared of a team with Josh Richardson, Wiggins, and Towns, like, as yeah. their – Three. I just don't think that team is very good in this conference. Yeah, I like Josh Richardson, but why is there so much talk about him being the holdup in the trade? I don't know. Like, the Heat needs to let him get it over with. Yeah. Yeah. Man, he's, he let <laughs> he's not ass. He's a great player. He's a really good defensive player. But like the Heat should not be holding up the Jimmy Butler trade yeah. because of him. the Heat should not be holding yeah. up anything for any of the guys on their roster. Yeah, they're like even Dragic. He's thirty-one years old. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're basically the wool. They're basically the Blazers East of like being like over the luxury tax for a team that's not that good. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we'll, trade McCall. Uh, oh, what is the line again? Forty-two and a half. I had it. The will. The line I saw was forty-five, 45. but that was before the Jimmy Butler trade. Oh, uh, I mean, I take the under. I think that they'll probably finish with like forty-one wins. I'm sure it's maybe. way lower than that now. 
but yeah, because uh, 41 is... That, that <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think they'll finish in that clump of like 7 to 11. Wow. Regardless. I, 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 I think that the, the the back end of the conference is going to be a lot worse than you think, I think. I just... Mm-hmm. The Spurs had some injuries. The... Uh, I don't think that the Clippers are good. I don't think that the Wolves are going to be good. But uh, are the Wolves... The Grizzlies are going to be in there with the fight, but, like, who are who are these other teams that are going to be, like, magically good uh, that are challenging for, like, the five seed? Uh, I, I just don't see who they are. Blazers, Pelicans, Nuggets, Thunder, Lakers. These are all the teams that I feel like... Yeah, yeah, I, I just don't good. think that and the Blazers and the Pelicans are very good. I still think they're so a lot I, better than it's, this team without Butler. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying that I think that they're they're all, like, similar. Okay. That's fair. Uh, um, you have Pelicans, right? Yeah, I have the Pelicans. Uh, what is their over-under? It didn't copyright on my spreadsheet. Um, I have them at 46, um, John. Unless it's 58. What do you have? <laughs> Which I don't think is true. It's 46? That's what I have them at. Where do you have them? Oh, well, let's just go with that. Okay. I, I, I don't have it open in front of me. All right, they added Garland Green, Darius Morris. I don't know why this is in a bad order. Jaleel Okafor, hilarious. Alfred Payton, Julius Randle, and then some scrubs. They lost Boogie and Rondo. Um, I, I don't know. This is a really confusing team to me. And I was listening to the Zach Lowe podcast with Kevin Arnovitz, and they were confused too. I, I don't know if, like, they did better without Boogie, like, win percentage-wise. And then they went on that run where they blitzed the Blazers. But I don't want to overrate that one series like people are overrating it for the Blazers. Sure. Like, I don't think it magically makes the Pelicans like God. Anthony Davis played way more games last year than he had previously. Um, he was also really good. He said this week in an interview that he was the best player in the NBA, that he was better than LeBron. He actually said the words, I'm better than LeBron. <laughs> good for him. So I'm pretty sure he's going to twist his ankle the first week of the season. <laughs> Um, I, I, I really like Julius Randle. Everyone knows. I like go hard for guys who uh, don't have a lot of range, but they bruise in there and they get some buckets. He's like... He's a really good mid-range shooter. Just step back a couple feet, man. <laughs> he doesn't want to, man. He doesn't yeah. want to. He reminds me a lot of uh, Zebo. Yeah, yeah. And like, you just, you just don't want to fuck with guys like that. Julius Randle has a high motor, as they say in football commentating. <laughs> he has a really high motor. If he was a defensive tackle, he would sack your ass this every time. This guy knows football. I <laughs> know <laughs> football. Um, and I think Alfred Payton can probably emulate, like, 70% of Rajon Rondo. Yeah. I think the real wild card with their team is that I don't think Alvin Gentry is a very good coach. And Drew Holiday was way better last season than he has ever been. Uh, Especially in the playoffs. To me, um, I think a big part of it is um, that I don't think it's getting as much attention is the whole, like, if Alfred Payton can do what Rondo did. Yeah. Because I think, because, like, I mean, everybody does that all the time. They see a point guard who is who is good at defense and can't shoot, and they think that they're the next Rondo, and they forget that Rondo was, like, a core piece of a championship team. And so He's the best player on a championship team, <laughs> I would argue. Nah, he wasn't yeah. the best player that year. I'm, I'm talking about the championship team that lost because Kendrick Perkins tore his ACL. He was probably the best six player of 24 on that team. And yeah. He was the best player on that team, and that team should have won the championship. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't think that people realize when they say things like that 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 implies that he has really big shoes to fill. And, I mean, even even for what Rondo did last year, like he, that obviously wasn't prime Celtics Rondo, but that was still a lot better version of Rondo than we expected. And I think yeah, Pey- yeah, yeah. Peyton hasn't really – I mean, if he gets to there, I can see it, and good for him, but I, I, I don't know if he can. <laughs> I, and, I just think he needs to be – competent point guard and hit open guys is all he has to do 
and be able to make 35% of his threes. Okay. What's the, uh, can you repeat the over-under? He says 46. 46. So I th- I'm going to do push. I think they'll win, like, right at 46 wins, and they'll get, like, 6 seed or 7 seed. Yeah. Okay. I know this is going to open up a can of worms, but let's just get it out of the way right now. Does Anthony Davis finish the season with the Pelicans? Yes. No. Wow. Then they're not winning 46 games, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, like, wa- I want to say no, but I like I want to say no like 52%. I, I don't think it's like a, a foregone conclusion. I think that they probably should trade him. Does it, he still that, has that was two be one years, of my... though, right? Like, this is... No, he, he has one year. No, yeah, year. he opts out after this year. No, I don't uh, think so. I think he has two. Let's, let's look it up. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty. I thought that he was able to opt out after this year. I think but, if uh, he was able to opt out this year, it would be a way bigger story. And I haven't really read that much about him being traded. Let me see. Contract, contract, contract. Let me see here. Come on, basketball reference. While you're looking it up, I will say that I also have that 46 wins. I don't think Over Payton is. I I don't even think he's 60 percent of what Rondo is even now, but it's fine. Oof. I don't think that that matters. I think Randall's an upgrade. Uh, their backup center last year was Emeka Okafor. For sure. <laughs> uh, yeah, he so, like came out, came from China, right? Yeah. He came back so from I, China. I think that'll. I think he'll. That, there'll be an upgrade there. I don't think Payton's as good. I think they're gonna have to play Drew Holiday at the one more than they want to because I just don't see it. Alfred Payton has not showed that he's a good player in this league yet. And my one trepidation with the Pelicans, I would say, is that they relied a ton on Nikola Mirotic yeah. last year, and I just don't trust beardless that guy. beardless nicole Mirage. yeah oh my god he's like the definitely the ugliest player in the nba without facial hair oh yeah anthony davis does have another year why did i think yeah. this whole time that john is down? a liar i changed my percentage down to <laughs> like not, he's not getting traded this traded. year he might get traded in the summer but i don't think he's getting traded this year yeah yeah okay all right then well then yeah i'm gonna go over then too i think uh over uh, over yeah what, what oh, was it 46 we have matt 40 yeah. i have matt 46 yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, 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 I think they can go slightly over than that. I think they can finish with like forty-eight wins. I think, I think that I don't know if they're going to be as. I don't think that they're going to be as good as they finished the season last year. But I don't think they're too far away from that. I and sure. uh, I mean, I like the chemistry between Miritich and Davis, and I think Randall. Randall still has to ball out because this is a one-year deal, and he needs to make his bank next summer. So I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah. Okay. All right then. So I got the Nuggets. Under. <laughs> wow, you really don't like to do I, I love this team. She, yeah, they uh, see, added Isaiah Thomas and rookie Michael Porter and out. Is... <laughs> they didn't add Michael Porter, man. <laughs> Not yet. And, uh, and, <laughs> and uh, they lost Wilson Chandler, Darrell Arthur, and Kenneth Fareed. They finished with 46 wins last year, and the over-under is 47 and a half. Yes, I have oh, the same. Yeah, over. I, yeah. yeah, okay. Uh, you, you can go first, Johnny, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over. Uh, I think that the Nuggets are kind of being slept on. I think they're going to be like, I mean, it will ultimately. I still think they're going to probably going to lose in like the second round or something. But I do think that they're going to be better than people think. Uh, they get Paul Millsap back, which is going to be important to them. Uh, you know, um, it's they need to see what if uh, Murray and Harris can catch up to. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be on Jokic's level, but can they make? Can they make strides in their development the way that Jokic has? They don't have to be Jokic, but can they take, like, the next step? 
And because uh, I mean, th- those are their core guys. That's gonna be like the f- that's like the current framework of the team. That's the future: Jokic, Murray, and Harris. So like, they gotta make some steps forward. Mm-hmm. And I really hope Harris does because he's on my fantasy team. Didn't nice. he just pay Will Barton like five year contract or four year contract? Yeah, they resigned Will Barton. He has like a well, four year, fifty two million dollar deal, I think. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Will Barton is like a very trick or treat player, though. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's I like them too. They just they fade out in a lot of games. I happen to see I think every game they played against the Rockets last year. Okay, bad, terrible matchup for them. Like just the <laughs> worst matchup. I mean, I also saw the like the late stretch games where they choked up the eight seed to the Timberwolves. Like they they absolutely did not want to be in the playoffs last year. Yeah, yeah. they play they shit the bed as hard as humanly I, possible. I do think they'll the make the playoffs this year, this year though. And yeah, I think it's difficult for them not to with how good their roster is. Their roster is yeah. really good. They have a lot of talent. Yeah. I like Harris. I like Murray. I thought Murray came on at the end of last season. Also, Jokic took another step at the end of last season, sort of embracing that number one option. Yeah, he went role. nuts at the end of last so year. So I feel like he'll have that confidence coming into this season. Um, I actually have the under, but I have him at 46 wins. I just think this conference is crazy, man. <laughs> You keep saying that, but we keep talking about how shitty all these teams are. I'm not saying they're shitty. You're saying they're shitty. I don't I just, they're shitty. Can, you name, can you name the teams in the Western Conference for me right now that are good? Do you the want Memphis, me to, let's do you start with the number one Memphis. Do you want me to just say the teams that no, I have I, in the playoffs? No, I literally want you to tell me these crazy teams. I mean, that are I think the Rockets, the Jazz, and the Warriors are all going to win more than 54 games. And I think the Lakers <laughs> and the Thunder are right there at 50. So, yeah, somebody's got to lose. That's only five teams, though. Right, but I have like this. I have a lot of teams like at that forty-six to forty-eight range. Okay. So I mean, I can read my eight playoff teams if you want. No, no, no. Save that. (laughs) Save that. Yeah, I mean, I I take the over on the the Nuggets. You guys have taken the over like on every team just so far. I just want to let you know that. No, I haven't. I've taken the under like five times in a row. That is not true. (laughs) (laughs) No, you took the over on the Spurs. And the Wolves, did you take the? Oh no, you took the under because it was really high though. But the Pelicans, yeah. you took the over. Grizzlies, you took the no, over. I, 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 the I pushed the, the Pelicans. The Blazers, I took under. No, I took over because it's forty-two wins, man. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Somebody has got to come in under at some point. But yeah, uh, I'll get to those guys that I think are gonna come in under in a few minutes. That's a good point. Okay. All right then. And I mean, I mean the whole the whole story of the year for the Nuggets is going to be whether or not their young players can develop and if they can get anything out of Isaiah Thomas or Michael Porter. That's another thing. I I hope Isaiah can come back. I do. I hope that Paul Millsap is good because they owe him $60 Me too. He's on my fantasy team. Shout out to Paul (laughs) Millsap. We coming back All-Star 2019. Let's go. All right. Who's up next? Who's up next? (laughs) Yeah, Trent, who's your next team? Oh, I believe my team is the LeBron-led Los Angeles Lakers. And obviously... I mean, we could really just stop at they add LeBron, but the Lakers decided no, to add JaVale McGee, Rajon Rondo, Lance <laughs> Stevenson, and Michael Beasley to their roster as well. Whew. So, very interesting. A lot of guys who should be playing in China are on this I, I, I like team. their number one, their, their first-round pick, Moritz Wagner from Michigan. I like him. Um, Lance, you know, I like I, I like this team. They only lost Lau Dang, Tyler Ennis, uh, Brooke Lopez, and Julius Randle are probably the two big ones that they lost. Um, but yeah, uh, I have them as they're over under to I, that I saw was forty eight, and I have them over. John, you want to go first? At fifty wins first? because <laughs> LeBron James is still the best player in the league. Sorry, Anthony Davis. 
Oh wow, I, it's deep size. I, I'm gonna go under. Wow. I don't think that it's like we're talking about it, but I don't think people are realizing enough. Just like how fucking crazy JaVel McGee and Rondo and Beasley and all these guys are. Like, these are the guys you want surrounding Ingram and Hart and Lonzo yeah. and Co- Like, what the fuck? I mean, I agree that it's very strange, but I still... I think Lance was good last season for Indiana. So him, to me, that's not that crazy. Um, JaVel McGee, he's kind of... No. He's limited, but I don't think they're going to play him that much. They're going to play him 15 to 20 minutes a game. He might Then why start. sign him? Why not sign, like, a guy who isn't a psycho for that money? He is... He, I mean, by all accounts, he was fine on the Warriors roster. Like, on their bench and, and in the locker room. So I don't... I don't, yeah, don't want to I, mean, I, I disagree with that assertion. You disagree? No, I think, Did you... I, mean, look, I think look the Warriors the and Bob Myers regretted letting the Warriors players sign JaVale yeah. McGee and Nick Young. Yeah, <laughs> and they wish that they had signed more serious NBA players instead of those guys. Regardless, <laughs> Beasley they, I, is a, th- Beasley is one that I don't understand. I don't think he's going to play very much. Um, I think he's going to be if he's on the roster at the end of yeah November. I would be shocked. Yeah, um, I kind of see this. This is a weird metaphor, but uh, <laughs> Will can connect with me because it's about school. I see, <laughs> I see this as like trying as like. I, I see this as like a like a middle school teacher, as like if you if you have like one on one one student, it's okay to manage that. But if your whole class is full of fucking unruly asshole yeah, kids, it does not work ever. Do, yeah, yeah, they're all lo- they're all failing the star test at the end. Of the year. <laughs> and it's not like they're they're young guys are like the cool, calm, and collected young guys. No, they're young guys are nuts, man. Yeah, they. <laughs> Lonzo's dad is nuts. The he Cavs hasn't have... even said. I haven't heard anything from Lavar Ball in like six months. Like I don't understand. Okay. Like you, you, you expect that is a non-story. Season, but it's just a non-story. No one, no one prints Lavar Ball quotes anymore. Like no one cares. And until the Lakers lose like five of their first nine games, <laughs> I just, I just can't see that becoming a story with LeBron there and and the way he controls the media and his and his image and stuff like that. I just think this team has too much talent to be bad, honestly. I think Ingram is awesome. I think Lonzo's good. I think Josh Hart's really good. Kuzma's a good six man. This team is too good to to lose to be forty five and thirty seven. I'm gonna record I, that sound clip. Record it. <laughs> they have LeBron James. I I agree. I agree that all those players are good, but like. Are they really that good at this point? Like, I, I, I can believe them, like, in a couple of years from now, being, like, very serious players that can, like, be leading the Lakers to a championship. But now, I don't I don't see it. Right, but I'm not saying they're going to win 60 games. I'm saying they're going to win 50, and they have the best player in basketball on their team, or arguably the best player. I think Brandon Ingram is a potential all-star. Not Maybe not this season, but in the future. And I think he can average 20 to 22 points a game. By the way, Will, you should be rooting for this on account of you have him on your fantasy team. Um, I think Hart, <laughs> I think Hart's good. The only thing with Hart is that they play Michael Car- uh, not Michael Williams, but they play uh, uh, KCP a lot of minutes at, instead of Hart. And I think Hart's better than KCP. Um, so that might be an issue. Um, there is a little bit know. of skill. That, there's another head case you just named. <laughs> He's getting Call paid. Pope's a head Fine. case. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean, Lonzo added bulk they, to his body. I'm excited. Let's go. Showtime is back. They have the worst <laughs> alternate uniforms in the league. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, do you see them, John? Dude, I love. I, I, you like <laughs> the purple pinstripe uniform? I'm gonna break stuff in your room. <laughs> so, they're so goddamn stupid that I love oh, them. Oh no. But, 
they remind they, me of the shitty magic uniforms from when Shaq was but there. But those aren't, they, they, I feel like those are okay. These are just horrible. They look like they were inspired by, like, early 2000s Raptors alternate jerseys that I just, it's just so messy that I like it. All right. It's like, I, I, I don't know how to, I, I just like whenever they get really weird with it. All right, so I'm going to take the under also. Um, LeBron does not have a good history of dealing with idiots on his teams, and he's had struggles in the regular season in two out of the last three seasons, and he switched to the harder conference, and he's a year older, and he played in uh, 102 games last year, 103 games. You think he's going to play the entire season again? I just I don't I, know if he has to. This team's deeper than last year's Cleveland team. This, I, this <laughs> team is so much better than last year's Cleveland team. I can't even oh believe God. you're comparing them. But they you, last <laughs> last year's Cavs team won fifty games in the East, and now right. Barely. But this team He's is in, a lot better. I think they're going to win fifty in the West. That's all. But they're in the super stacked West trend. <laughs> I know, but they have LeBron, and I think that that right, means a well, lot. You gonna you, will you can bet against LeBron if you want to. I'm just not going to. I think fifty. Yeah, wins I mean, I'm not reasonable. betting against them missing the playoffs. I just think that they're going to finish in seventh or eighth, and they're going to get swept in the first round. Yeah, wow. I think. Yeah, I, just, I, I think, think they're, they're better gonna, than that. I just do. Right. Okay. I think well, they're going to be like at 47. I think they can make some noise and like maybe cause an upset to get to the second round, but I think that's where their season is capped at. I'll put it this way for you, Trent. They have to do what the Celtics did last year and reel off like 20 out of 25 to start the season to have why? any chance of sniffing 50 games. I just I don't think that I don't see why that. I think they're going to be better as the season goes on. But yeah. Nah. Is this the team that's going to finish the year, or do you think they're going to try to make a move for another star? I don't think they're going to trade for a star this year unless it's, like, a really easy, like, can't-miss deal. Because I think they don't want to give up any of the young guys. And I actually agree with them. I think they should keep them and try to sign one, try to sign a star next year. I think that would be the smart move. I just think that they have not had a, a recent history of that being successful. I don't count the LeBron thing. Magic Johnson didn't convince LeBron to go to the Lakers. I know, I'm just saying. Well, you look at it from... I, I think they look at it the way that I think it will happen and that they're going to show the league that these young guys are good and if you put LeBron with them, that they can win 50 games in the West and that team somebody will want to play with them. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you that if they win 50 games that that sounds likely. I just don't see it happening. Well, anyway, sure. What, who we got next? Who we got next? Oh, that's you. The Utah the Jazz. Jazz. The Utah Jazz. The Jizzity Jazz. Wow. All right. They added uh, two scrubs and then Grayson Allen. He's going to trip people all season long. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, they they cut two white guys, Jonas Jerebko. RIP, I love Jonas Jerebko. And uh, David Stockton, which is really bad karma, man. <laughs> it's really bad karma <laughs> to cut John Stockton's son. You're dicks for that. Last year they finished with 48 wins. This year they're projected to win 50. I'm going to take the under on that. Wow. Because they had, like, the world's most miraculous stretch after January. And Zach Lowe and Kevin Arnovitz talked about it for, like, 20 minutes. How people always overrate stretches like that and assume that the team is that record. And it's not the first half of the season. And the same shit happened with the Heat two years ago, where everyone was like, oh, there are these last 25 games, the Heat are going to be great the next season, and then they're not. And Rubio was great, and Derek Favors played a lot of games, and Gobert came back and he was great. Donovan Mitchell had a wonderful rookie season, but something that Zach Lowe kept saying over and over again is that we want to predict that rookies have like linear growth and like whether or not they're good, like their improvement from year to year. And I think that he's a prime candidate for someone who is not going to just like 
automatically be better in his second year. I don't know if he has he to be so much better. Year. He was already pretty fucking good. So. Yeah, I just they got like absolute best version of Jay Crowder. They got best version of the Australian guy whose name I can't remember right now. Joe Ingles. Uh, Joe Ingles, not not Exum. No. Exum is injured to start the season. That's right? typical. And yeah. and is always injured. I just think that a lot of things went super right for them last year. Rubio played in a lot of games and he made a lot of shots last year. And I just there's a lot of reasons to be out on them, and public opinion is really high in favor of them. Sure. So they're like a prime candidate to not meet expectations. Sure. So I'll take the narrow under. I think they'll win like 45 games. Wow, 45 games. 45, 46 games, something like that. Uh, I'm going to go over. I'm going to go over. Yeah. I, think, uh, I think they're the clear third-best team in the conference. Usually the third-best team gets to that 50-win mark, if not slightly above that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Donovan Mitchell, I don't know how much better Donovan Mitchell will be, but I think at the very least he'll make like incremental improvements on what he did last year. Um, I mean, they finally figured out how to use favors and Gobert. Like they're not trying to force it anymore. They're leaning more on favors as a, as a backup center than before, instead of trying to make those two work. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I like, I like the, I like the team as it is. I feel like Rubio, uh, really, um, hit his strides with the team and I mean it's a big question mark whether or not his shooting improvements can continue over the next year um but even even if he even if he dips back a little bit I think it'll still be good enough he'll be a good enough point guard overall um and the rest of the team I just I just like their team I feel like they have good chemistry I feel like it's a it's a team that like they they know their role and they don't venture far out from that and um, and I mean they're 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 just good, and I think I think they're going to be a little bit over. Yeah, me and John are on the same same wavelength here. I think, and uh, in, in a lot of it goes back to what I said about the Spurs. They have an infrastructure. They're a defense first team. Defense is something that you can rely on. They can rely on that night to night. Whereas like teams that rely on their shooting or three, you know, whatever, is more unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Whereas defense is like it it's almost it's almost always there. Um, even when Gobert was out, they were still a really good defensive team. I think Quinn Snyder's a great coach. Um, I think that Don Mitchell doesn't have to be better. I mean, he can just be as good as he was at the, at the end of last season to me. He was so scary, like, in the playoffs, playing against him. Um, I just think <laughs> that this team has a lot of tools to be really good, and even and I can't really understand why Wilds at 45. I can understand the under 45 is really low. Um, I have him at 54. I think they're a really good team. <laughs> I, I I just think they're good. I don't even. I, uh, I, okay. Yeah, they're just I a mean, really good team. Your comment about Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs confuses me a little bit. Do you only mean the first round? No, I mean he only was, mean the... he was good in the Rocket series. They just didn't have. I mean, he else. shot like thirty percent and he got blocked like fifteen <laughs> hey, times in five games. Dangerous though. <laughs> I mean, I he was good enough. I think. I, I mean, think, he wasn't as bad as the rest of the team was yeah. in the playoffs. I don't. I, mean, I, I think the Rockets series is sort of. A bad again. It's a bad matchup for them because they kind of take away their the Go Bear, which is their second best player. So yeah, I just okay. Well, I mean, we disagree on that one. That's fine. I think I just disagree with the Jazz. Just like they, it seems like they've been anointed into the third spot for some reason. I, I just think, don't yeah. really understand it. I don't. Who do you think agree with that? I, I, I think that the Thunder are the third best team, and I think it's pretty clear and obvious that they're the third best team. Well. I mean, I, if That's West, a if, if That's West, what we call a segue. If West would plays a lot of games. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I got the Thunder. Added Dennis Schroeder, Nerlens Noel, uh, 
uh, rookie Hamido Diallo uh, traded for Timothy Luau from Philly, and they uh, left uh, Carmelo, Nick Collison, and Kyle Singler. They finished 48 wins last year. Their over-under is 50 and a half. And so I guess the big questions regarding the Thunder and for this over-under are how much does Melo being gone actually help the chemistry? Um, can, Schru can Schroeder um, fit in well with the team? Can Nerlens hang on to his relevance? And um, can they hang on without Robertson? Because Robertson is going to miss the first exactly. couple months. That's, to me, that's bigger than the Westbrook thing. Yeah, 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 and I, I was going to temper that a little bit because Robertson got... Is he out for the whole season, or is it no, just for just his till, two months? Yeah, the end of December, right? I so think January. Jeremy Grant probably covers a lot of the Robertson thing. Mm, and Jeremy Grant's he? a better player in general. Yeah, I think... Well, like, to have in your, like, to have in the lineup. And I thought Abrinas was good last season. Wow. I think he that Nerland's Noel... Yeah. I yeah, rooted for Abrinas to shoot every time he caught the ball. I was like, cool go ahead jobs. and shoot that out. <laughs> you yeah, I mean, you, you root for him to shoot, sure, but I thought that he was fine. Um, I, I, I'm not like a Dennis Schroeder guy. I don't know if those guys exist. Maybe they do in Germany. Bill Simmons is a Dennis Schroeder guy for some reason. <laughs> but I think yeah. Dennis Schroeder <laughs> is an upgrade from Raymond Felton. Sure. Like, in that he's a competent point guard. I, like, I wish that instead of Dennis Schroeder, they had, like, Jeff Teague or some shit. Can we run back but, the the tape? I'm almost, I'm almost 100% sure, Will, that you once said that you thought Raymond Felton would eventually be the backup point guard on this team over Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, mean, I still think that that's possibly true. You just said you like Shooter more than Raymond Felton. That's like I, a I do like him more, but I like okay. I like I I like the idea of Dennis Shooter more. Sure, I'll put it that sure. way. Okay, I, I, I don't know if Dennis Shooter can exist in the same backcourt with Russell Westbrook. That I don't is... know if Shooter is actually good. Yeah, who knows? Same thing goes with Noel, but I the Thunder Jazz series I think is another instance where people are going to overrate that that was like a wild swingy insane series where there were multiple games where one team was up by 25 points and lost the fucking game I thought the Jazz like, should have won that series in 5 so I don't think it was that wild like they had that like Westbrook had that incredible like heroic effort to bring them back in that one game but that series yeah, yeah, was, yeah. that series it, it was pretty it was pretty clear who the better team was but okay um to be fair, Melo was on the roster, and that's like addition by subtraction, I think, for them, or at least that's. The I way think for them, it real. I think it really is. We'll see. I mean, I think the whole uh, I'm not playing off the bench thing that started right around the playoffs. Yeah, he had yeah he had problems in the playoffs, and he was targeted. And by he the was guys. about as bad as possible in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and go ahead. Paul George was terrible in the playoffs too. Paul George was after bad like in the one game. Yeah. One, one or two games. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that Paul George has going for him is that he has that year two familiarity now. I mean, every time star players switch teams, they have to work through some kinks, and he'll be more familiar this time around. Um, I, I agree that Melo being gone will uh, make some improvements as far as the chemistry goes. Uh, Steven Adams has looked really, really good in the preseason. I'm still fucking pissed you guys let Mo have him for a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty and, bad. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, and I mean, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under though. I think I th I think they can be really really good by the time the playoffs come around. But I think the kinks that have to be worked out with Schroeder and the loss of Robertson is enough to bump them down. Man, you know what that sounded like? What everybody said last season? They're gonna be really good come playoff time. Just give them just give them some time. They're gonna figure it out. They're gonna figure it out. They have a bad. Yeah, coach. I mean, I know. I, I talk about coach. it every every week. This is this is <laughs> they do have a bad. The coach. reason I have the Utah Jazz over them as the three seed is because of the. It's just the disparity in coaching prowess. Like, Billy Donovan, 
for whatever reason, whether he can't convince Westbrook to do it or Westbrook just won't do it, they did that offense thing that everybody talks about. He ran this flow offense at Florida. He can't do it in the NBA. It's just not happening, not with this roster. Um, they brought back a lot of the same talent that they had last season, and last season they were disappointing. Robertson's going to come back in this, at the end of December, but who's to say he'll even be the same guy? He had a major leg injury. Um, I just don't see this team being like, I don't understand. Like, Melo may be an addition by subtraction, but it can't be that much. Like, this is the same team other than Schroeder. It's the same team. Noel's, you, you're counting on New Orleans Noel, really? He's, he's I'm a, counting on him to be the eighth best player on their team. Is he, I don't even think he is the eighth best player on their team. Patrick Patterson was disappointing last season. So you're counting on all these guys that had down years to have good years. Westbrook's not even healthy right now. I think the same scenario can be said exactly for the Jazz. How? Man. Everybody's <laughs> healthy on the Jazz. Yeah, Jay Crowder had his best season ever once he got traded no, for the Jazz. Right, but you're expecting Patterson Ingles to bounce had his back. Best season. Like, he, you're, he had a bad season. You're expecting him to have a good season now. Whereas at least Crowder I'm not had expecting a good him to have, season have a bad season. No, I'm not saying uh, you're expecting him to have a bad season. I'm saying people are expecting him to have a better season than last year. And I, just I mean, he was see awful. Last, it was the worst season of his NBA career last year. Patterson <laughs> is one of the – I don't want to talk about Patrick Patterson. I think he's yeah, one of the no, most... I mean, I know how everyone feels about Patrick Patterson. He's one of the guys who, like – he's an illusion guy. He's like fucking exactly. poor man's Jeff Green. Right. And I think <laughs> He's not going to be as bad as he was last year. I... He's going to be playable. Sure. I think they'll be fine. I have the under. I think they'll win 48 games just like last season. Okay. Yeah. I, I look forward to the Jazz winning 44 games. 44? Like it got lower. It got, <laughs> it got lower, lower, John. It yeah, I talked to myself 44. even further out of Jay Crowder. I think by the end of this episode, yeah. the Jazz just won't even make the playoffs. and we'll Okay, so here, here is what's coloring my opinion of the Jazz. They are like the most unlikable collection of sons of bitches in the league. I don't – okay, but I'm talking about how good they are on a basketball floor. Like they're just a better Yeah, I just – I think that they're, they've been overrated. You're, you're a they, they are officially – Deep into overrated territory. Who do you not now. like on the Jazz? I like the Jazz. He doesn't I, like, I don't Joe like Jay Ingles, Crowder I'm or Ingles sure. or Dante Exum or Gobert or Favors. All right. And I think that Donovan Mitchell is like wildly overrated. Can we just already. wow, wildly overrated? Okay, great. Wild, like people talk about him like he's one of the best twenty players in the NBA now. He's not. He might be. <laughs> no, no, he might not be. People always say, "Oh, he's a top twenty player." Fucking list it out. Tell me the guys that Donovan Mitchell is better than. All right, I'm not going to do that because I'm not – my thing is not only on Donovan Mitchell. I think Paul George okay. and Westbrook are better players than Donovan Mitchell, but the Jazz are still a better team than the Thunder because – I think that the coaching is the, the main area where they were better. Yeah, and yeah. infrastructure. If, if you switch the coaches, I think that the, the Thunder win 55 games. Uh, yeah, I think Quinn Snyder is a much better coach than, than Don, Billy Donovan. I think that's – yeah. Unfortunately, the Thunder are going to have Billy Donovan until his contract runs out because they have the cheapest owner in the league. All right. Anyway, I have the under – uh, good luck to the Thunder fans out there. Have fun watching Westbrook stand when he doesn't have the ball and hoping that Billy Donovan's full offense might convince him to move without the ball. Oh, wait, he hasn't ever done it his whole career. <laughs> good luck with that. And they have really fucking weird... Have you seen their alternate jerseys this year? They're oh, really God, cool. they have the worst weird. jerseys in no, the No, they're really man. cool. I like them. The Native American ones? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, like those racist. a lot. No, they are. <laughs> I don't, How is that racist? It's a cool design, but I don't know if that's an insult. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it is, man. <laughs> Did you see them? No, I haven't seen them, but I assume. It is literally, it is a Native American edition jersey. It's not 
I'm not saying it just because it looks tribal. That is what it's. No, 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 no. no I'm not saying that you're racist. I, I think that them using a Native American design is racist. Oh, I think it. Like, do yeah. they do like a particularly large amount of Native American outreach as a team? It's not been publicized if they do. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's cloying, right? But that is what that but is. the Ross the jerseys look cool, so they have an upgrade. They look cooler than their other fucking yeah, jerseys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's for sure. Okay, Trent, right. who's your team next? Uh, the Houston Rockets. <laughs> Over. Um, <laughs> obviously, they brought in uh, Carmelo Anthony, Mike Carter Williams. Um, let me see, like some other players that aren't as interesting. Uh, they brought they in cut James a bunch Dennis. of guys yesterday. Did they? What, 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 I looked yeah, up. Yeah, they cut Caboclo. Okay, Bruno Caboclo. They cut Cabo- oh man, they're fucked. Under. <laughs> <laughs> they cut Caboclo and two other people, and then they cut the hometown favorite Rob Gray from U of H. That's fine. As, oh, did they? Yeah, they finally cut him. Did they keep? Uh, hold on one second. Did they keep what's his name? I always forget his name. The guy that was playing. I mean, he was getting minutes. Um, hold on. Which guy? Guy who was playing and getting. James minutes. Harden. Yeah, they kept James no. Harden. <laughs> Chris Sorry. Paul. Is it Chris Paul? Yeah, they no, kept Chris no, Paul as no. well. I can't remember. He played in the. Clay Capella. Okay, yeah, yeah. They signed him to a new it contract. Says cut, it says they cut Bruno Caboclo, Brandon Sampson, Angel Rodriguez, and Tim Bond. Okay, so they did not cut the guy I'm thinking about. Sorry. Is this Are you thinking drama? about Hardenstein? No, Hardenstein is fine. Gary uh, Clark? Yeah, Gary Clark, that guy. That guy was playing lights out in the preseason. I know it's preseason. I'm not overreacting. I just think that it would be nice to have him on the roster. He's a wing that can play defense. It would be nice to have a guard who can play a game. Yeah. <laughs> who can exactly. actually play it in the game. Oh, unlike, so, unlike, <laughs> unlike playing Joe Johnson at point guard in the playoffs. So they also added Marquise Chris. Brandon Knight, I think Mark Chris is going to get traded at some point this season. I just don't see it. He has potential, but he just doesn't seem like the kind of no, guy. No, he he's he apparently good. looked awful, according yeah. to all the reports that I read. I, I don't think he's looked good. They lost Ryan Anderson, Trevor Ariza, Luke Mbamute. Also uh, traded DeAnthony Melton, who they drafted this season. They re-signed Clint Capella. That was sort of the big thing. Gerald Green and Chris Paul um, were sort of we expected them to re-sign. Uh, their over-under, from what I saw, was 56. I think it may have moved up to 56.5 since they played well in the preseason. I have the over. I think they're going to win 58 games, and I think that they're just too talented, really, to have a huge setback. Um, they're just they're just loaded. They're going to score 120 points most nights. Yeah. I'm going to go over, too. I mean, I think that... Um, I think that... I, I think I... Exp- I think they're going to end up around the 60-win range again. Yeah. I think I think one thing that they have going for them that will not cause that much of a drop off from last year's regular season success is the is the addition of Carmelo Anthony. I think like I mean obviously Carmelo Anthony isn't the player that he used to be before, but I'm pretty but I'd be willing to bet that they're going to be like at least 5 games where he goes off for like 25 30 points and wins the game by himself just because they can afford to do that. And um I think that uh, I mean I I don't think he's good. I don't think he's going to be nearly that successful in the playoffs. But I think in the regular season, this this has the opportunity to make for a good like a comeback year kind of narrative for Carmelo. I think people are overblowing the the Melo thing a little for the Rockets. It's different. It's he's not being relied on to be like a third yeah. store star. Ugh, excuse me, can't speak. Yeah. He's being relied on to take. Uh, Ryan Anderson's minutes and make and make something out of them because Anderson. There were points in last season where Ryan Anderson wouldn't shoot wide open threes. Like literally would not shoot threes in the playoffs. It seems seems like he's finally embraced 
that he doesn't have to be the leading scorer or the best player on the team anymore. I think he was really forcing the issue in OKC, and I think now he's finally accepted it and is on a good team that can take advantage of his skill set. Also, there are going to be lineups where he is playing power forward slash center with Peter Tucker on the floor and with Gordon and Chris Paul and James Ennis. Those guys are all, all – that's like four-plus defenders around him. I think – that his defensive liability is not it's not overblown but it's it's maybe a little like it, i mean he's like six nine yeah, he and i think that helps a him little. a lot yeah Do- donovan <laughs> wasn't creative in the way he used him like it billy donovan is not a coach <laughs> <laughs> i just and this happens every year it seems like these guys that are unheralded they come to mike d'antoni's uh roster they play in his offense and they have career years statistically like we see it all the time i mean i yeah. would not be surprised if guys like Mello and Ennis and even Mark Carr Williams, a guy that can't shoot historically, has have good seasons for them. Like good. In- Trent, that's a really great segue into my points about the Rockets, brother. Go ahead, brother. <laughs> I think uh, Mike D'Antoni is the best coach in the NBA at certain things. Okay, and the certain thing, the main thing that I think Mike D'Antoni is good at is allowing guys to be who they are. And I think that in that vein, he's going to let Carmelo Anthony be the rich man's Gerald Green. The Rockets made Gerald Green into an NBA player again. Yep. Like, all Carmelo has to do is score when the ball hits his hands. Or at least shoot. That's all he has to do. That's all they're going to ask him to do. There are going to be times when the lineup is Harden, Paul, Gordon, Tucker, and Carmelo. And, like, what team in the league is allowing that team to not score a point? Yeah, I don't understand. This is the easiest bet in the league, and it is the over/under that I'm most sure about. Absolutely over. I don't think they'll get higher than much higher than 60, because probably only going to play Chris Paul in like half the game. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna, and I think there will be some, uh, like we talked about, some um, lethargic games, and just like they sort of ran through last season, and they were all excited, like supercharged, like this new team essentially. Yeah. And this year, it's like they only lost two guys, so most of the guys are the same. Um, but like you said, it's very interesting that people keep bringing up Ariza and Bamute. And Bamute didn't play in the playoffs essentially at all. <sighs> he was terrible in the minute. He was a negative in the minutes he was on the court. And the best lineups uh, were ones with Gordon, Paul, and Harden on the floor together with Tucker. So they're really not losing that much with the Ariza thing. I think Ennis is a guy that is interesting because he has never been on a good team. Um, but he does things that Ariza doesn't do. Such as and he's he not run- 32 years old. Right, he, he runs the floor. <laughs> he runs the floor. He's a good shooter. I just think that his it's almost. I think that that'll even out. I, so I think that the the losses have been overstated. And also, the Rockets are always in the trade market. They could always add a wing defender if it is an issue. But I actually don't think it'll be that big of an issue. Also, Trevor Ariza had the worst possible game at the worst possible time, <laughs> and I think that that. Well, like, while help. it's unfair to him, I yeah. think that that would have a lasting psychological impact on the team and their ability to trust him in moments like that. He literally, like, he didn't try to do anything else. He shot 14 threes and missed all of them. He didn't take a single two. He didn't try and get to the line. I understand that he was exhausted, but he, like, sure. it didn't seem like he was trying in Game 7 of that series. He was just chucking. Which is uh, not good, but yeah, over. I think we all have the over. So uh, yeah, man. Let's. You're replacing Ryan Anderson with Carmelo Anthony. I don't care if Carmelo yeah. Anthony's 40 years I'm old. I'm good. He can still hit threes. Yeah, I'm, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay with that trade. And he's he, not going to be worse on defense than Ryan Anderson, man. <laughs> uh, all right, we only have one team left. Oh, we got the Warriors. The left, Golden huh? State Warriors. 
All right, let me pull up the document. I thought we were done. Nope. Oh, well, we can. Oh, uh, we got the Golden State Warriors. They added Cousins, Jarebko, and then two scrubs. I like Jarebko for them. They they yeah. added Evans, Jacob Evans, in the draft. Is that guy good? Is he heralded at all? I don't know. They do a good job drafting, so probably. Okay, and then they got rid of JaVale McGee and Zaza Pachulia. It doesn't say Nick Young on here, but didn't they cut Nick Young? Oh. Yeah, he's not there anymore. He's either. not there. Yeah, they didn't change management or coach, obviously, because they won three championships in four years. And they're the best team in NBA history. What's the over-under? <laughs> the, uh, last year they won 58 games. The over-under is 62, and I'll take the under, just because why would they try hard in the regular season when they've won three out of four championships? Um, I just don't understand why they would. What what impetus do they have to win more than 58 games? <laughs> it doesn't matter if they have home court advantage. I, they can beat any of the teams. I have the over... And mostly just because I think Cousins will come back, um, and then they'll be excited by that. So they're probably going to run yeah. there. Um, last season, they talked about the China trip sort of being taxing on them at the beginning of the year. They didn't have that this season, so I feel like they're going to get off to a better start. So I think if you add those two things together, they're just really just too good to lose that many games. Um, I could see some, like some regular season apathy, maybe not caring enough, but... We'll see. I, I, I think that they should do the Chris Paul thing with Curry. I think he's already at that point in his career where I would cellophane him for, like, 30 games every I, season. That thing is, though, that they could do that and they could still win most games. Just cause that <laughs> yeah, I, I think that it yeah. honestly it might help them to do that. Yeah. I mean, they could yeah, do that with games. Durant and Curry. They could literally just take every other game off, those two, and they could probably that still win That would be the plan, games. I think, if I was coaching the They could the still win 58 games probably like that, so... Especially when Boogie yeah. comes back, so it would help them flex on other lineups too, if they had to occasionally play with one of those guys out. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm gonna go with the very slight under. I think they're gonna be at 62 wins. I think that um, I think they are gonna have that kind of like reinvigoration with Demarcus Cousins on the team. Um, and I mean, I don't know what else to say. They're the fucking Warriors. <laughs> yeah. <So they're... laughs> yeah. Someone on their team has to get injured for anyone else to win. Yeah. That's all it is. Or, yeah. or, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, or uh, Carmelo Anthony has to go into a chamber and come out 26 years old. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, I mean. Or the Rockets have to trade for Jimmy yeah. Butler and not have to give up anyone. I was going to say, no, I think if they team. got Butler for like a couple picks and Gordon, I think that they would have a chance. I don't think they would be favored, though, even still. I still think that they would be like a 9% chance. And Capello would have to like outplay Boogie. <laughs> Which I think is possible. Yeah. That could happen. I, I think that that is like. I think that's not just possible. I think that that after coming off the Achilles, I think that Capella is probably better than Boogie. We didn't talk about Capella, off the Achilles. by the way, but it's fine. It doesn't matter. We didn't talk about Capella. <laughs> if he improves at all, great. If he doesn't, fine. I think there's some matter. serious defensive player of the year potential. I'm not. I don't think he will win, and I think that's possible though. Yeah, I agree yeah. that it's possible. If he's better, then I think we have a much better chance. But I, I just don't know if there is like. I don't know if he's physically capable of being the kind of better that's required for him to play more. I'm, the, the thing is, like, the Warriors are just so good. I, mean, I feel like this is okay because we're still talking about how good the Warriors are. The Warriors are so good that even though Capella is pretty solid at switching on to guards, like, Curry and Durant are, like, the worst guys to do that against. <laughs> even if you're great, yeah. like, you essentially have to be Draymond Green to stay in front of those guys on switches. And, I mean, Capella's awesome, but he's not Draymond Green out there in the perimeter. I'll put it to you this way. If, if, the Western Conference Finals or the Finals come around and Curry is at 100%, then 
then no one else can beat the Warriors. Like last year in the Western Conference Finals, he was at like eighty percent. I disagree yeah. with that, man. I thought he was. I, he was. I thought he was slow. He was good. Uh, he though. just. He still scored like thirty yeah, points he, per game. He, he was good. I'm not saying he was like because him eighty percent is still really good. And but you have to he, remember, he wasn't one hundred percent on like his dribble moves and around the rim. He just he wasn't as quick. Maybe if he's at full strength. Capella has no chance switching on him. I don't think he'll be at full strength, though. It's just hard for him to stay at full yeah. strength the whole season anyway. Um, That's why I think yeah. they should sit him out half the damn season. <laughs> but I do want to – I feel like if we have to point out that pre-hamstring injury, Chris Paul was was playing him to a stalemate, I would say, in that series. Yeah, but, like, the I, I believe the like, the narrative that the Warriors' strategy was to make Chris Paul work. Probably. And hope that he got I mean, that's your narrative. And if, for if so, Curry it's one of the best strategies that's ever been concocted. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think they knew he was going to pop a hamstring, but. Oh, yeah, but, like, given his career, it's very likely that if you overwork him, he gets injured. Like, it's happened over and over again. Well, we talked about how great Mike D'Antoni is at certain things. One thing he's not good at is freaking <laughs> rotations. So, hopefully yeah. Brandon Jennings comes back and is an NBA player again because... Brandon really, Knight. Right, hopefully whatever. it's not Brandon but Jennings. Brandon Knight has a higher ceiling than <laughs> Brandon would, Jennings, yes. Brandon that would Knight. be very bad. Brandon Jennings is back in China. <laughs> he's going to score 40 points a game, man. Yeah. It's fine. Um, do you guys okay. want to real quickly talk about the ESPN awards and then? Yeah, it's got to be I'll, real, real quick. Yeah, We're like I'll just, a very long time. Right? I'll just okay. run through the. I'll just run through the list and list the votes. And I mean, just real quick, if we agree, disagree, if we have other players in mind. Uh, Rookie of the year, uh, Luka Doncic led with twelve votes. DeAndre Ayton with eight, and then Trey Young with one vote. Um, I agree. I think. I think. Um, I think Luke is going to win. I do as yeah. well. I, I agree. No, yeah. no. You said Jalen Jackson Jr. is going to win. <laughs> Stick to it. Stick to your guns now. <laughs> Guys, okay. what happens in an over-under section <laughs> doesn't count. All right. Coach of the year. Uh, Brad Stevens led with seven. Quinn Snyder, six. Mike Budenholzer, four. Pop, two. Fizdale, one. Nate McMillan, one. Fizdale? Um, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Stevens yeah. is yet to win, right? He has Stevens. No, he hasn't. Didn't won. he win? The... No, Casey won last year. Casey won. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I I'd say Stevens finally gets it. Yeah. I think I Stevens. Nick Nurse outside outside chance for Nick Nurse. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay. I think the Raptors would have to win like sixty five. I think so. that it's possible that they win sixty possible. games. I don't think they win sixty five, yeah. but they might win sixty one or something. Okay. Defensive Player of the Year: Rudy Gobert seven votes, Kawhi six, Anthony Davis three, Draymond three, Giannis two. If, Ka- uh, if Kawhi is healthy, there might be like that. You know, like when you forget how good someone is and then he comes back and he's as good. I think there might be some of it's that. It's just hard for perimeter guys to win. But he's won it's before, really though. He's won yeah. before. Um, I'm going to go Anthony Davis. I really, really like Rudy Gobert a lot, but I don't see where this campaign for him, for this to be his year to be in Defensive Player of the Year, is coming from. Hasn't he already won? He won last year. Did he? Yeah, he was oh. defensive player last year. Yeah, he beat oh. Embiid last. Why is Embiid not on that list? Oh, yeah, yeah. No finished second last year. It's okay. fucking strange. Yeah, fuck Rudy Gobert. He already won. Okay. <laughs> I think Anthony Davis. Davis is going to win regardless because Gobert can get taken off the floor in lots of lineups now. Okay. Yeah, I think Six. Davis or or Green or Kawhi is probably the guys. Okay. All right. Six man. Eric Gordon. Yep. <laughs> Six man. This was pretty. Uh, this one had a high. This one had a wide range. Uh, Garrett Gordon led with five votes. Three for Terry Rozier and Dennis Schroeder. 
two for Jalen Brown, J.J. Redick, and Lou Williams, and one for Spencer Dinwiddie, Tyreek Evans, Dirk Nowitzki, and Marcus Smart. Dirk I like Tyreek Evans. Yeah, Tyreek Tyreek Evans could be a good. good I think that the problem with Tyreek Evans is that he might start too many games. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. Oladipo gets hurt at all, then that might happen. But yeah, uh, I think he might. Here's anyway. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it. I'm gonna say something wild. It doesn't matter. Uh, I don't. Say Josh I don't Hart. care. I don't think Josh Hart's going. I think Josh Hart's <laughs> gonna start. Um, I think I think Carmelo could win Six Man of the Year this year. I really do. Hey man, Six Man of the Year is like the dumbest award in sports, yeah. so I definitely give him well, a shot. Car- Lou Williams is a starter this year, yeah. so he can't win. Six Man of the Year is yeah. mostly narrative stuff. So if Melo starts, yeah, yeah. if Melo gets 18 points off the bench a game, I I could totally see him getting love it would from be the media. Hilarious and, if Melo was good all season and won Six Man. Also, of the it year. would be a way for the media to troll him, don't you think? Like he was so yeah, yeah, like yeah. against coming. He would the get bench, a lot of troll. <laughs> and then he wins like the, the Six Man of the Year award, like first year off the bench. Come on, Melo, let's go. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. I'm going Carmelo. Let's go. Six man of the year. I like it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say Dennis Schroeder, but then again, I don't give a shit about this award. I think so yeah, it's Schroeder, Schroeder award. too. It, it's yeah, it's stupid. It's about who scores the most points off the bench. It's dumb. Okay, most improved player. Another wide ranging group. Brandon Ingram led with nine votes. Uh, two votes for Tobias Harris and Jamal Murray. And then one vote for Markel Fultz, Juan Hernan Gomez, Larry, Larry Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell, Etuan Moore, Ricky Rubio, Pascal Siakam, and Miles Turner. Uh, this is Ingram's vote. Let's go Fultz. Let's go Fultz. Yeah. I think Ingram's going to be too good to win a most improved player. Well, that's the thing, though. I think it's his his, his war to lose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think the spotlight's going to be on right. him. So yeah. if he makes any noticeable improvements, that'll bump his stock more than it would for any other But player. I could see Fultz winning it, too, because he doesn't have to do as much to, to win the award. he was really fucking yeah. bad last year. Well, he wasn't bad. He just didn't play that much. So if he yeah. if he can become, like, 15 to 18 points per game, like five assists, four to five assists per game, I think he could get it just because the – Yeah, he could have it sewn up by December. Right. The improvement could <laughs> yeah. be so great that, like, it's – yeah. Yeah, uh, I give like a a subtle chance to uh, Chandler Parsons. Yeah, yeah. I think that it is possible that he is finally. Do they have like a comeback cover. player of the year though? Is that not a thing? Do anymore? they? Maybe they don't. Maybe I, I think I think that's like one of those like extra awards. It's oh. not really heralded. Yeah, okay. I, I think that he would fall under most improved. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Neat. I think because I said Markel Fultz will be an all-star that I have to go <laughs> yeah. with him. So. <laughs> yeah, roll with that. Roll with that. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. I like Markel right. Fultz. Wait, who did y'all say again? I said Fultz. I think In- okay. I think Ingram will win, probably win the award. Okay. All right. Last one. MVP. LeBron leading with nine. Davis for Giannis, uh, Durant, and Leonard at two. And then Harden and Irving at one. Wow. I think Kawhi wins it. I don't um, think the Lakers are going to be good enough. Yeah, I think, um, shit, man, I don't know. I think, I think it's gonna be between either Davis or Giannis. I think, I think right now I'm leaving. I'm right now I'm leaning Anthony Davis. Um, I think, I mean, and that's pretty self-explanatory. I think one thing that um, I'm, I think Bill Simmons brought it up because of course he did. <laughs> but are we underrating? Kyrie Irving's chances at winning MVP because that team's probably going to win like 65 games. I just Usually think the best player on those types of teams is in the conversation. I just think his teammates are too good. Yeah, it's I, possible. I, I, think it's, I think that that team is like... Horford was if the it best works, player I just on think that it's too good. Season. Not Irving. Yeah. 
Like Horford. But voters are dumb. I mean, Russell Westbrook won the MVP over Harden. Well, I mean, he <laughs> never, the- never, ever forget on an eighth seed. <laughs> and thank you for bringing that up, Will. That is the reason that I am going to go with LeBron James. If he plays seventy-two yeah. games and does his typical stat line, the spotlight will be on him. And I think they're going to win fifty games. He gets to fifty with that with that young core and the goofballs on that on the bench. I think that he'll get MVP. Yeah, I think that there's only two ways to mitigate that. And I think that they are that Anthony Davis drags the Pelicans past 50 wins. Yeah, but I don't have them and at 50 wins, so it wouldn't match if up with If Kawhi my and the Raptors win, like, 65 now games. Now that I could see. I could see Kawhi get <laughs> yeah. If they win 60, 60 games, 62 games, and they maybe even steal the one seed from the Boston Celtics, yeah. I could totally If it's, like, March Kawhi. and people are talking about how the Raptors might beat the Warriors in the finals, I think Kawhi's got a very good chance of winning. Over, games. under, on yeah. Kawhi laughs if he does win MVP during that press conference. He's not going to show up for the press conference. <laughs> Over under how many times he says, fuck Tony Parker. <laughs> How's your leg now, bitch? Whose yeah. injury was more severe now? Wow, man, yeah, that's like Tony real Parker. angry. You're like a Kawhi yeah, fan. Yeah, he's over real here. angry. Okay. You no, know, I'm, I'm rooting for Kawhi here. He quit on the Spurs. Nothing is more American. <laughs> and... <laughs> God. Um... What was I going to say? You can't win so many championships and then have people like you, man. It's not possible. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. That, the Raptors, um, I think just like they were an underdog for Kawhi, I think that they could be an underdog kind of team of getting Jimmy Butler if they think they need to go further in on the Raptors. The God, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. I sent this Fuck to that. Will. I sent this to <laughs> yeah. Will. I was like, the Ra- I think I said this. I was like, they should definitely just go all in <laughs> and, and, and trade for Jimmy Butler. I agree. I think they should do it. They have nothing to lose. Nothing. They really don't. Like, it, like, they're, they're like the, 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 the reasoning behind getting Kawhi was that if they lose him, then fine, they start over. Just fucking go in all the way in with the starting over thing by getting another player who's a free agent yeah. next summer. Trade, <laughs> um, trade okay. Kyle Lowry. Uh, yeah, I, I would trade Lowry. In for, and then, yeah, you just start. Just uh, Fred Van Vliet. It's yeah, fine. you just start Van Vliet with, with Duran Wright as your backup point guard. He doesn't have to do guard. anything. Like, just <laughs> yeah. do that deal. I would do it. If oh, I, I mean, you yeah. might even get Jeff Teague back. I don't want That's Jeff true. Teague. You don't want Jeff Teague on your team. I like Jeff Teague, man. Don't hate on Jeff Teague. Okay, I, I want you guys to each do one wild prediction here. One wild prediction. Well, I mean, it's hard for me to do one off the top of my head. Jeez. I already have yeah. one. Can I just do mine? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you go first? All right. My wild prediction is that an Eastern Conference team wins the NBA championship. <laughs> I just, okay. I, I don't. Whichever I one of them possible. is better. Whichever one of them is better. I I couldn't tell you right now, and we could argue about it for literal years about who's going to be better between the Raptors and Celtics. But whichever one of them is better, I think is going to win the championship. Yeah, I think. I just the, the Warriors aren't going to win four out of five, man. <laughs> I wouldn't be that. Sp- I mean, yeah, I, they could do it. It, it wouldn't. It wouldn't obviously. It wouldn't be surprising. And I think that they should be the favorites still. But they got very close to losing last season. This yeah. is tough um, for like wild like trade. This is hard. A five-minute stretch goes differently in either game six or seven, and they don't win the championship. Yeah. <clears throat> I think one of mine should qualify already. I said Markel Fultz will yeah. be an all-star, and that Jaren Jackson. <laughs> and I said Jaren Jackson Jr. and Harry Giles will be in the Rookie of the Year conversation. <laughs> Those are pretty wild. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a wild prediction. Okay, re- re- real quick. Um, I mean, I think you guys, you guys think that the Lakers winning fifty is a wild prediction, and I don't think that's wild. <laughs> I don't at think all. it's a wild prediction. I don't think that's I, not that it's wild. I just I think just it's wrong. Not, I'm not expecting that. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
When is Jimmy Butler traded? How much longer until Jimmy Butler is traded? I traded before this podcast post tomorrow morning. Because <laughs> 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 the first game is on Tuesday. Uh, and this is a Sunday. <laughs> I, it's possible that he gets traded tonight. Um, I wouldn't be that shocked. But I think because they announced that he would play, that he won't be. Um, I think within the month, right? With it, by the end of October, I think he'll be traded. When they're zero and five, so whatever date they play their fifth game. <laughs> I, don't, I I think I think by the end of the week, their first home game is Friday. I don't think it they want to so show awkward, that right? at home. I don't think they want. I don't. Like, I don't think they want to go into their home opener. It would be really ugly if they started Jimmy Butler in their home opener. This it would be worse if they brought him off the bench as like a six man. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh man, be no really man. Tibbs will just play his ass forty-eight minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the trolliest, worst trade value thing ever if Tibbs just played him forty-eight minutes in their first five games. <laughs> he actually yeah. that, that Tibbs doing that would not surprise anything anyone. Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I think I think by next I I think by the next time we're recording this, he's gone. Yeah, I think to Toronto. That would be lit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Trent. Any other crazy things you want to mention? Hmm, this is tough, man. This is tough. Uh, I, I see. Like, I, I want to say like Luka Doncic makes the All Star team, but I just don't think it's possible. There's just too many. No. Good, there's, just, there's too <laughs> many. There's too many good players in the West. If he was in the East, Holy like if shit. the Mavericks were in the East, I would say Luka Doncic makes the All Star team. But oh yeah, I mean, many. I don't think that would be even a wild prediction if they were. Well, in you, the don't East. Think, you don't think he's good? You don't even think he's better than Harrison Barnes? No, I mean, like, I'm like, it, how can he make the All Star team if he's not better than Harrison Barnes? Yeah. Harrison Barnes doesn't move the needle for anyone, man. Harrison Barnes' family doesn't even love him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Um, are you? So wait, is that your prediction, Luka Doncic? No, makes it? I don't think he's no. gonna make the All Star team. I wish I could right, say that. Well, I don't think he will. I think... heard it here first. Trent thinks Luka Doncic. Trent thinks Luka Doncic is gonna be the first player to win Euroleague MVP and then NBA MVP in the next season. Uh, I don't. Okay, I, yeah, I'll make that prediction. It's not really a this season prediction, but yeah, I think at some point Luka Doncic could win MVP. Oh no, I meant this season. Oh, okay, yeah, he's not winning MVP this season. Um. Man, this is really tough, man. This is, I think I think said I said Melo's gonna win six man. I think that's pretty wild. So I'll, yeah, I'll stick wild. with that. I I, yeah. I actually think that's possible. Okay. Alright, well if you're still listening to this podcast, we love you and you're probably my mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alright, well season opener Tuesday. Woo-hoo. Season's finally here. Woo-hoo. And we'll be back next week to overreact to everything that happened. Woo! Hey. Go Thunder! <laughs> Jesus. All right, then. Well, for Will and Trent, I'm John. Thank you for listening to Troll in the Paint. Troll the Paint. Peace.